coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Good morning, Michael. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. You where have you been? I've been on the road, man. Clients, uh, clients needing help and working with plants that uh, that uh, CEOs looking for more EBITDA, and uh, so that causes me to do some serious traveling at times. And let me tell you, I came home and my dog gave me a guilt trip. So I got this dog. If you guys go to our website, you'll see the one on Jacks. And I was going this morning to meet with you, and uh, he was sitting there pawing at the door, saying, you know, I want to go. I want to go with you. I want the listening audience to understand that Jack is like having another person in the office that do weighs the same amount that I do. <laughs> well, he's a Bernese Mountain Dog. He's a beautiful dog, and uh, they should call them Bernese Loving Dogs because they're the biggest lap dogs you ever have. You know, 120, 140 pounds climbing up in your lap, number one. Or they should call them Bernie's breathing dogs because they breathe really, really heavy. Or they should call them Bernie's eating dogs because no dog likes food like these dogs. <laughs> yes, sir. So he'll do anything for food. You want him to hop on one leg and bark like a dog. He can He can do that. He can hop on one leg and bark like a dog for a treat. He'll do anything for I can't even say treat right now. Well, what are we going to talk about this morning, Dave? I think we're going to talk about the vid, bro. The vid. I think we're talking about the vid. Um, the a lot of uh, people are talking about the COVID shot, and the question is, should we mandate it? So we have our opinion. Okay, we're going to throw our disclaimer out there. I'm going to do this before Mike does, since Mike's a lawyer, so he likes to jump in here. But uh, this is our opinion. Uh, do not take this information. And as fact, always check with your attorney, check with your healthcare provider, your workers' comp provider, your insurance provider before doing anything. But this is our professional opinion. That was really nicely done. Hey, do you think we got a future in this? Yeah, you have a future in this. You should be doing commercials at the end, you know. Uh, Take this medicine, it'll make you better. And then, but all these things associated with you. You may have diarrhea for 15 days straight. <laughs> you may have diarrhea. It may cause sudden death. It may give you bunions. <laughs> you may gain 50 pounds overnight. But don't worry, your bad breath will go away. <laughs> I don't know how far the companies do it, but there you go. <laughs> so here's a scenario, right? <laughs> In the scenario, I think we want to start from Davis is a scenario where the uh, vaccination is available to everyone who might want to get it. And would you say that be a, a May-June time frame? Because well, if you uh, wait for, uh, or if you go by uh, Joe Biden's timeline, uh, you could probably get it uh, in May 1st. But I would say it's probably going to be, it's going to be wide open for May, but I still think, I was checking down in, in uh, Colorado Springs this week to see if I can get in the... Uh, to get into the pharmacy yes, and nobody, I checked eight different pharmacies and nobody had any openings till June. So I think that's because there's a huge push right now. Um, so 
if it was fully available, it says it's going to be available to everybody by May 1st, but it doesn't mean that there's not going to be tremendous backlog in all these, in all these pharmacies. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say June, June one, Yep. June one assumption, right? So um, it's June one and anyone who wants a shot can get a shot. So you got a 20 person company and uh, 15 of your employees have already gotten the the vid shot, Mm -hmm. but you have five conscientious objectors. They're like, I am not going to take the shot. And you're an owner that's like, you must get the shot. We are, this is, this is what it's going to be. This is going to be who I am. Yeah. And, and those five people, well, let's give you a quick statistic, Mike. 60% of employees say, yeah, when it's available, I'm going to get the shot. 60%. 60%. 28% of employees say, if my employer says, get the shot or lose my job, I'm willing to lose my job over the COVID shot. That's significant. Now that leaves 12% in the middle, right? Yeah, but a third, uh, virtually a third of the workforce is going to be conscientiously objecting to taking the shot. So when you did the 15 employees yes and five employees no, you inadvertently nailed the percentage. (laughs) (laughs) And so our perception's good. We we go in a couple shops and we see some people let's do this and some people not. And uh, so the question is, can you make a mandatory day? Um, yes and no. If you want to shoulder the liability, you can. Um, no, because you can't afford to lose a third of your workforce. In today's skilled trades, sure, sure. I'm telling you right now, you lose a third of your skilled tradesmen, hang it up. You know, your business is going to, you're going to suffer a revenue ripple and you're going to have probably a reduction in force in the front office. Yeah, I was talking to one of our clients yesterday who only lost one late guy, but he's really good. And his on-time delivery is kind of crap because of one person. When you got somebody good, um, there there are ways around this, guys. Um, But let's talk about if you make it. Let's talk about that liability a little bit, Mike. Yeah, so if you make it mandatory, um, it sort of makes sense that uh, you're going to to take responsibility for their health. Mm -hmm. I mean, so... Okay, I'm gonna make it mandatory because I'm trying to establish a healthy environment. So if you take that on, then you you're not you can't be half pregnant. I mean, you take it on, then you're responsible, right? You're right. Then, and um, so that if someone does get sick, then they're gonna hit your workers' comp. Yeah, yeah, and and you you may want to check with your workers' comp policy, but if you're making them do something and what you make them do gets sick, they can file workers' comp and and take time off. If you look at the Title Seven of the ADA, if somebody believes in something religiously, then the the law protects them from saying, "Nope, I don't have to. You can't make me do something to my health." Sure, and I, you know, I'm not sure what percentage of that 28 percent that are going to be conscientious objectors actually uh, would base their objection on. You know their religious beliefs, but I'm sure some percentage. Well, check uh, this out. I found I found the article from SHRM yeah, on yeah. Uh, on can I make my employees take the vaccine? Yeah, it was number three on the list. I clicked on it and it told me exactly what to do. Which is it says I they don't they can't make me according to that law. Yeah, no, they so can't. So employees I, don't have to be geniuses, but I'll tell you what: if you're adamant 
you go to the Google machine, man, you can find sure, you can find an sure. article, whether right or wrong, because be honest, people, all the information on the internet isn't accurate. <laughs> it's just finishing up with the political season. We yeah, all know that yeah, to be true. Yeah. But uh, the truth of the matter is, is you can always Google something, right? Well, I think I think the scenario is important as a business owner to understand is uh, your employee has to make that affirmative claim. So you wouldn't want to do it for them. You wouldn't want to ask them, are you not getting a shot because of your religious beliefs? Because you're just tipping their hand. Right. Um, but if they come to you and say, hey, you know, based on my religious belief, I'm an anti-vaxxer and I'm not going to get a right. shot. You probably don't want to go there. Um, hmm. So, but what if you don't make it mandatory and, you know, two of these five people get the vid because they didn't get the shot? Then you know, in, in the article I was reading, Mike, I think they were talking about positively reinforcing the shot, you know, developing a, a vaccination education campaign in, in your business. Yeah. Um, so, and there you go. So, I think uh, I think if you try to make it mandatory, you have a lot of hurdles. So, looking at this article, you can develop a vaccination education campaign. You can make obtaining the vaccine easy and possible. So, you can say, hey, if you can find the midday shot, I, the time paid off. Sure, or, sure. I, you know, I'll pay for the hour or two, you're gone. You know, cover any costs that might be associated. Say the vaccine costs 10 bucks. I don't think it costs anything for people, does it? You just it doesn't. So, so if there's any cost, um, being if you miss an hour or two of work, but uh, provide incentives for employees. You can say, hey, I'm, I'm providing a $500 bonus for anybody who gets a, gets a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, provide paid time off for employees who, if, if they wind up feeling sick because I, I know probably 30 people that have gotten a vaccine and two of them have had pretty strong side effects. Sure, sure. And if it's a two vaccine thing, you get side effects the first time. It's supposed to be more intense the second time. I, I haven't had this myself. But, yeah, uh, that's something for me to look forward to because I got my first shot and it's just a sore arm. But I understand the second shot mm-hmm. uh, will throw you for a loop. But if it throws you for a loop and it takes uh, takes you a couple weeks, then you offer to give them PTO for those couple weeks so they get paid. So it does. I think that's about. I think we'll come back to that, but I think that's about where where I would advise somebody. It's highly charged, um, but as a business owner, it's it's fairly complex because. If I'm one of the 15, and I know, you know, typically the people who are going to be conscientious objectors are very vocal about it, which is unfortunate because if they were going to object and just keep their mouth closed, really nobody would know whether they got the vid shot or not because you as a business owner can't ask them to produce the card. Can I I pontificate for a second? Sure. You know, and people that make this political, I kind of want to wrestle them. And uh, even though I'd lose some most of the time, I still like to wrestle <laughs> because Donald Trump, pretty much his slogan was, I'm going to get this vaccine to the market faster than anybody else has ever done it, right? Bigger, better, faster than anybody's ever seen ever in the whole world, wide world universe, right? So he, he did his thing and I'm going to make this so. Look at me. Look at what I can get my people Operation Warp Speed to do. And then you have Joe Biden and the whole other side. And, and face it, Donald Trump is right, right. <laughs> and Biden is left, left. So, I mean, that covers the entire political spectrum. And Biden's like, we got to get the shot. 
and we got to get it. In fact, he'd, he'd prefer to make it mandated probably if he could. So, I mean, it's not a political thing, guys. You know, that, Dave, man, that's huge, right? Because what you just said is across the political spectrum. Yes. Uh, from a political standpoint, everyone wants you to get the shot. So if, you, if you're taking a stance politically, it doesn't make sense. If you take this stance and say, hey, I'm a, I'm a Trumper, and and I'm not going to do it. Well, that's the gentleman that led the charge to push these and, and move heaven and hell to give uh, the vaccine companies to whatever they needed, whatever money or whatever support they needed to get a vaccine to market as fast as they did, which is which is like all kinds of records, right? So you're saying you don't trust him and trust what he did with the companies, right? And you don't trust the companies he worked with. And you, if you go on the other side, I don't care how liberal you are, if you go on the other side, they're saying it's totally irresponsible to not get the shot. So it's it's not really something to stand up on politically. Now, if you have a religious belief that says, "Hey, I don't, I I don't feel like I should put any other things in my body or or whatever." Yeah, um, yeah and those, I you know, those aren't necessarily mainstream religions. All the mainstream religions don't don't go there. So you be doing some obscure religion, but yeah, people do. I, I know a lot of people in the, in the middle of the road in, in, their, in their religious walk, depending on just standard Christian people that aren't big on vaccinations. I mean, no, I'm not talking about you have uh, Mennonite, some Mennonite, you have some uh, uh, Amish probably as one comes sure, to, sure. to mind. But uh, the fact is, there is the risk of something bad happening to you from the vaccine is very low. I mean, I'm one of those people that I pay attention. Uh, obviously, my, my daughter's a nurse, so she got the shot. My son-in-law's a police officer. He got the shot. You got the shot. I'm encouraging my parents to get the shot. They're in their 70s, both with some uh, health issues. So I recommend that. And I think that's smart to get, to get that, especially if you're liable. If you're young, in your 30s or 20s, and you're super healthy, and you're like, ah, I don't need it. Well, that's your risk. You're willing to do that. But... I think it's just that's <laughs> Jack's out there sneezing. Not sure, but, but the you know the uh, the the flip side of that, Dave, is you know if you get the bid, um, you could you could be scarred for life. You could uh, not be able to process oxygen through your lungs. That's one on the spectrum. Yeah, if you're over forty-five. And you get to vid, and you have you have that. There's such a look. Capacity, yeah. If you're under thirty and you get it, the chance of that are very, very, very low. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the look at the data. But if you're in your fifth, you're sixty. I'm forty five. Mm-hmm. So in your age group, it's something that's a lot more serious. You take it more serious than I do. Now I take sanitation. I take when I go into clients' uh, buildings, I take aircraft, I take everything so seriously because of respect for others. Sure, sure. Uh, but I respect others more than myself as far as this is concerned. I got COVID in December, and it was a it was a rough three year three year three week stretch for me. Sure, um, sure. I'm fully recovered. I feel great. But and and I saw you know my children in their twenties get it um, outside the my daughter who's a nurse who got the vaccine, and uh, you know they recovered. Masterfully, there weren't, weren't any problems. Yeah, it's, it's, it's whether it's it's a gamble, right? It's a gamble, Dave. And I talked to my buddy in uh, Tennessee, who's at the University of Tennessee. He's a 
retired Army colonel epidemiologist, and he said these new strains may not follow those same patterns. So as this thing, um, whatever it does, mutates, it could uh, it could start targeting people. It could start targeting two-year-olds, but I'm not going to live on what-ifs. Yeah, no, that, you're the, right. The, the data I have in my hand is all I believe. Sure, and, and, that, the, and the data the, would lead you to believe that you should take the shot, I guess. The data would, especially if you're of age. Sure, sure. So that's, I think, I think we can uh, agree to disagree on that as far as if you're... 22 years old, should you go get the shot? Well, that's totally your prerogative. The question, the problem is, if you get COVID, one thing we all know is it's ridiculously contagious and you can spread it to 20, 30 people before you even know you have it, or you can spread it to 100 people before you even know you have it. And it's, and it comes down to if you're young, the only thing I have to say to you is it's not all about you. So be responsible because you might have an elderly person in your family that doesn't believe in getting the shot and you might accidentally give that to them inadvertently and not have any side effects at all. Sure. And complete and, and lose a loved one because you weren't careful. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, I mean, one thing we've seen with how many people have died now? A couple hundred million or a few hundred million. Half a million. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, a, hundred, a, million. a couple hundred million are getting the shot. So, But that's more than... Um, but half World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam combined. I mean, it's, it's a crazy amount of people. So a half a million people have died from this. So I think it's legitimate. It's a legitimate health concern, right? So I think we all need to take it seriously. But but that's back to this. Can you make somebody do this? I think you can if you got a good lawyer and plenty of money. Yeah, probably not wise. You, uh, I think, uh, I think. To, to wrap up, I think uh, your idea of providing incentives and education and kind of coercing, um, you know, all of your employees to take the vid shot is, is a good thing. But, you know, you have people who decide that they don't want to take it. It is what it is. Yeah, the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, Mike, we care about our employees. Uh, their lives, their health, their well-being mean something to us. So... We look at the data before us and data says you're better off getting the shot than not getting the shot. So I believe the right thing is to provide incentives and encourage a shot, not make it mandatory and go that and die on that legal hill. But uh, I think being incentives or being someone who incentivizes that kind of activity as well as supports health in your business because our people are so important to us. I think it's the right thing to do. And at the end of the day in business, when you sit down by yourself at the end of the night and and grab a glass of wine or turn on the TV or whatever you do, you breathe easier when you do the right thing. And and the right thing is to protect people's health and to encourage that. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.